Hey, welcome back to Beyond the Rings Short Stories. This is Jeff Wells. Thank you for the opportunity to share some of these stories with you from over 20 years, 10 different Olympic ministry outreaches. I've often said that sharing the gospel at the Olympics is like Acts 1-8, all in one place. And there are many times where it's just a normal run-of-the-mill day. We're riding mass transit toward the Olympic Park. Some days we're in the Olympic Park. Sometimes we're not. But every place we're at, whether we're on the public transportation, we're standing in line to get a sandwich for lunch, or we're going to get a bottle of water um, in the afternoon, we're constantly looking for the next person God has put in our path to engage in gospel conversations with. And sometimes it's just very routine. But every once in a while, as you've heard me say, I like to see God show up and show off. And boy, did he do that in the winter of 2014 when we were at the Sochi 2014 Winter Games in Sochi, Russia. I loved being in Russia. It was an amazingly beautiful country, beautiful um, scenery, the mountains, the snow, the, the city was just a beautiful, beautiful place. And the Russian people were amazing, just genuinely amazing people. And it was such a blessing to get to know the Russian people. Well, we had had a very impactful and full, um, I think we were there about two weeks of gospel ministry witness during the Olympic Games. For our last day, the, the team leaders decided instead of going out to Olympic Park again, we would go rather into the city of Sochi, more toward the Black Sea area. And so that's what we did. We made our way toward um, more of the city area. And um, I wasn't feeling particularly good that day, so I camped out at a um, McDonald's, I think it was. It might have been a Starbucks, too. Unfortunately, very common places we find in most Olympic cities that we go to where we can kind of um, set up shop, if you will, for the day. And that's especially important for Winter Olympics when the outside weather may be less than desirable for gospel conversations in the elements. But the rest of my team had gone on in uh, to uh, further in the Sochi down to uh, the Black Sea. And so I, I was camped out at this, um, this um, I think it was McDonald's. And a few hours, several hours later, the team came back, met me there. While I was there, I was having wonderful gospel conversations with families. I've got a, a wonderful picture of uh, myself with this little girl, little Russian girl, blonde hair. She was so thrilled to get an Olympic pin. And she's holding it up in the picture that um, is that I'm in with her. Her mom took it. And... Um, Lots of those kind of opportunities. And so my team had made their way back to the McDonald's as we're wrapping up the day and what would be um, wrapping up the the outreach um, for Sochi 2014, because the next day we were all flying out to head back home. And so we left that location and started walking toward um, the train that would take us back to uh, the stop that was near where we were staying. And one of the most um, hair-raising spiritual encounters I've ever had, I was walking down the sidewalk, um, and this young man walked up to us, 
and he had his phone out and he was using Google Translate because he didn't know English. So he would speak Russian into his phone and he would show me the phone and Google Translate had translate had translated it into English. And he shows me the phone and it says, tell me about Jesus. <laughs> now, at this point, I'd been uh, having gospel conversations with people at the Olympics for many years. I was a youth pastor for many years. Um, I was a um, senior pastor at this time uh, at a church in the St. Louis area. I was used to having gospel conversations. No one had ever walked me out of the blue, seemingly out of the blue, and asked me to tell them about Jesus. So not really knowing what to do, I just relied on God. I'm like, okay, I will. So I take out a, a, a Jesus pen, a gospel pen, and I start going through the gospel with him. And I don't know why, but it did not occur to me to use Google Translate to present the gospel to him. I just went through the gospel in English using the Jesus pen to explain our need for forgiveness of our sin that's only possible through faith in Jesus Christ. Well, almost immediately, the young man, while he was not comfortable speaking English, it, it appeared this if he understood English. And that's not uncommon. I've learned in my international travels that um, especially worldwide, younger population, 25 and under, typically takes English as a second language. And that's pretty universal the world over, at least has been my experience. And so oftentimes, this young man, who was probably in his early 20s at the most, he might have been 20, he, he was a pretty young-looking guy, had been exposed to English and probably knew a lot of English, but wasn't comfortable in communicating in English. And many of us who've tried to learn a foreign language or a second language can relate to that because we may have a lot of familiarity with the language itself and understanding it if we hear it, but then are very hesitant to speak it for fear of getting it wrong. So assuming that's what, what was going on, he, he was really dialed in, really locked into the pen as I held it in my hand and as I went through the colors explaining our need for for God's forgiveness and what Christ had done for us by dying on the cross, shedding his blood for our sin, and the, the opportunity we get to have a new start with him through faith in Christ. And not only was he following along, but he was he was grinning from ear to ear. And so it was very evident God was at work in this moment. Obviously he walked up and said, Tell me about Jesus. So after I'd gone through the whole gospel and, and he's grinning and nodding his head and in, in, in agreement, he uses his phone and Google Translate again. And he says um, something along the lines of, I was an Olympic Park volunteer and I gave away my pen. And it was in that moment that it, it dawned on me, it occurred to me who he was. You see, every Olympics relies on tens of thousands of volunteers. They could be volunteers to help with crowd control. They could be volunteers to help with information. Um, they could be volunteers to help with parking, with, um, you know, um, 
emergency situations. It, they rely on a lot of volunteers. Well, early on in our time in Sochi, in one of the first days we got to go into the park, a young man, this young man, who was a volunteer wearing his volunteer clothes, had come upon us. And I don't, it wasn't me who had shared with him initially, but one of our team members had shared the gospel with him using the Jesus pen. And I'm not clear on, I don't remember if he was already a believer. I think he was. Um, or if he had made a decision to make to follow Christ, but I'm almost positive he was already a Christian. Because what happened was, after he had heard us sharing the gospel using the Olympic pen, he made it his kind of personal mission to go and tell all the volunteers that he knew and was working with, many of who were also young adults, to, and he would bring them to us, or he would tell them where we were in the park. And they would make their way over. And through this one young man alone, I know we probably shared 40, 50, 60 different times with different volunteers from all throughout his area of the Olympic Park, which was right near the front entrance. And so this was that young man. And um, so essentially what had happened was he'd given away his last pen and didn't have one anymore. And so he knew we were using the pens to tell the story. And so instead of going through the whole, you know, explanation of how he had a pen, he had it given away. He knew all he had to say to us was tell me about Jesus and we'd be off and running. And that's exactly what happened. And so while it seems a little less supernatural, it still very much was. And again, I always look for what's God saying here? What's God trying to do in this? moment in this encounter. And my takeaway with this young man was never underestimate God. I would have never imagined being able to have a, a conversation, a gospel conversation with a young man in Russia using Google Translate technology in a way to communicate the gospel in a way that he would understand. I could have never imagined when you told me before I went to Sydney 2000 for my first Olympic outreach, how God could use an Olympic pen to impact so many different people through one young man hearing the gospel in a simple way through a simple tool and how he would use that to impact tens of, uh, of other people. Like I said, 40, 50, 60 people. And then for me to wrap up that Olympic outreach time with that encounter. That's just one of the things that sticks with you. That's the kind of thing that doesn't leave you. That's the kind of thing God uses in your life to affirm your faithfulness and what he's called you to do, to remind you that even when you're not feeling your best, he's still at work. And when everything's said and done, it's bigger than us. It's beyond us, but it's about him. And he loves us so much that he sent Jesus to die on the cross for us. That's what Beyond the Rings is all about. It's about sharing the greatest story ever told, the gospel of Jesus Christ, with men, women, boys, and girls from all over the world. 
And that was just one of the most powerful encounters I've ever had in all my years of being a Christ follower, a pastor, and Olympic missionary. Thank you again for joining me for this episode of Beyond the Rings. I appreciate your, your tuning in and checking us out. I'd invite you to go check out our website, beyondtherings.net, where you can learn how you can support and be a part of what God's doing in the Olympic ministry through Beyond the Rings. God bless you all. Thanks so much. We'll see you next time.